welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. I must admit to being absolutely giddy about the interview Eddie Luisi and I did with Tom Bergeron for our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference. I have loved him as the host of both Hollywood Squares and America's Funniest Videos, but his tenure with Dancing with the Stars solidified him, in my eyes at least, as a true master of both comedic timing and genuine humility and compassion. Tom's first job in broadcasting was as a disc jockey at a local radio station, WHAV, in his hometown of Haverhill, Massachusetts, at the ripe old age of, get this, 17. But he actually cut his broadcasting teeth a year earlier when, on a whim, he decided to see if he could find the phone numbers for Larry and Moe of the Three Stooges. I highly recommend you go to TomBergeron.com for a listen. The interviews are spectacular. And although the world knows him from some of his most recent shows, the story of his career, including training as a mime, yes, I said a mime, will blow you away. In this short clip from our full interview, Tom talks about the importance of finding and being a mentor and how important it is to be truly unselfish in how we help each other. To hear his full interview, make sure to go register for our free Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference, March 28th through April 1st. Just go to shockyourmediapotential.com to register today. Uh, I, I remember going during that unemployed period, instead of embracing broadcasting, for some reason, I, I, I was at a period in my life that I took it for granted, that it came too easily. So I thought, well, I, you know, obviously that's not a career. I should look somewhere else and did trade shows a little bit and you know this that and the other thing and i remember being in an industrial park the ward hill industrial park in haverhill massachusetts filling out a job application just you know just i felt soul dead at that point and i was filling it out and there was a little box that said salary desired and they wanted you basically to to negotiate against yourself and put a number all i put was yes <laughs> Salary desired? Yes. yes. Yeah. And it it broke me up. I started to laugh. And I thought that's my ticket out. Yeah. My sense of humor is my ticket out of this despair, this depression. Wow. And I literally got up, crumpled the paper up, tossed it away, and went out and thought, "Okay, then what do I want to do?" And that birthed the going to radio stations and proposing this cross-country trip. And the one station in in New Hampshire uh, took a took a gamble on me, yeah. but it was only after I was willing to take a gamble on me, you know. Yeah, I totally get that. I felt that sense, and what I, you know, as I was reading that story. Well, first of all, I was a little worried about you, but you know, hitchhiking wasn't quite out of the norm as it is today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, that sense of I'm going to do something that is. Um, risky. I mean, and I don't mean risky in the, like a put yourself in danger, although you could have, um, yeah. and you were sleeping on park benches at times. But, 
but risky because you didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And if it succeeded, it could be great. And if it failed, you really didn't have a lot to lose. But a lot of people will still try and take what they consider the safer bet instead mm -hmm. of taking mm -hmm. some risks like that. Yeah. And, you know, when I read that, I got the sense of, you know, that's how you really, you know, get those next steps and then see what the next possibility is. Yeah, the the you know calling Mo and Larry, uh, you know, as a sixteen year old was uh, it was just something I felt compelled to do, and it did in fact help later on to to secure that that broadcasting job because I played some of those interviews over the 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 morning notices at Haverhill High. I was like I was the host of the morning notices. And I turned that into a morning radio show. I would have right. people come in and sing the lunch menu, pizza and tuna fish. That's what we have today. You know, it, it was, and I actually had uh, a fellow students say, you know, I, I, uh, I come in to hear the morning notices and then I end up sticking around for classes. So <laughs> it was, it God, was you're great. A good yeah. So, you know, and I played some of the Mo and Larry interviews in the morning uh, at the high school. And, and I, that, I think, perked up the ear of that English teacher who ultimately, uh, whose class I was in, his public speaking class. So it all, you know, it is all a tapestry, however oddly sewn it appears at times. Yeah. <laughs> and cut up like a hostage note. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, a question. Uh, when you're working like the, the dance show that you used to work. When you're work, when you're talking to America, right, which is right through the lens, but then yeah. you have a live audience. How does that work for you? Oh, that's good. That's yeah. a really that's a really good question, Eddie. And and it was it, like we'd break for a commercial. If I had friends who I'd gotten tickets to come to the show, and I'd go over and yeah, you enjoying the show? And they would say almost to a per, we can't hear you. And I would say, <laughs> but I'm not talking to you. Wow. <laughs> you know, right, I'm right. talking to that one person. Yeah. Through the lens. You know, so even though we had 700 people in the in the ballroom audience and we knew we had, in, especially in the early years, millions of people watching at home. So I never really I wasn't playing to the room. Okay. I was playing to you guys at home. And in terms of in terms of people uh, starting their careers or or being on TV or, or radio or whatever podcast. I would just go back to what I was saying earlier to you and Eddie that think about the person on the other side of that equipment. You know, mm -hmm. you've got a great gig. Yeah. You, you're, you're, you're doing something that you wanted to do. Somebody on the other side of that microphone or camera might be having a really shit day or time oh, yeah. in their lives. And certainly, and we've been through the past, you know, two years plus where everybody knows somebody who's been touched or lost somebody in this. If, if you can get out of your own head to a degree, trust whatever you bring to it and think more about the person on the other side, even if you never see them, you never know who they are. You just know that they're there. Yeah, That helps. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you have to suddenly, you know, become like this. How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hey, you know, <laughs> but, but if, if that's a subtext of everything you do, you know, I'm doing it for you. Yeah. Uh, and you're having fun doing it. Um, and get out of it, it, it. The less your own ego is involved, because let's face it, our egos are the engine by which we power through our lives and career to a degree. Mm -hmm. But, 
you know, you can put bad fuel in that engine and uh, you can also put really good fuel in it too. And I think the degree to which you're thinking about your audience in, in the sense of a person, it helps. Now, if this interview sparked your interest, make sure to go to www.shockyourmediapotential.com today and register for our free virtual conference. You won't believe who else we will be talking to. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.